Are you the kind of person who's always on the hunt for a good deal? Wisdom from God is a great deal, and the benefits are numerous and eternally significant. And obtaining God's wisdom costs you nothing but the time and effort to study God's Word and humbly submit to all it teaches. Are you interested in taking God up on His offer of giving you wisdom? Here's Stephen with a message called Digging for the Diamonds of Wisdom. As we pick our study of Proverbs back up today at verse 20 of the first chapter, we find Solomon here urging us to embrace wisdom, and in doing so, he focuses on wisdom's benefits as a motivation for our search for wisdom. Like the book of of Psalms, Proverbs is also a book of, of poetry. It uses word pictures, figures of speech, it uses other poetic elements to communicate important truths in, in rather pithy, memorable ways. Solomon begins this particular section with a poetic device known as personification. In other words, godly wisdom is personified. It's pictured as a person, a woman, calling out to everyone who will hear, inviting them to listen to her. Verse 20 reads, Wisdom cries aloud in the street. In the markets, she raises her voice. At the head of the noisy streets, she cries out. Now, of course, the sad truth is most people aren't listening. They just keep you know, walking on down the street, and that's because they think they've got all the wisdom they need in life. So wisdom says here in verse 24, I have called, and you refuse to listen. You have ignored all my counsel. And that is the sad truth. And uh, frankly, here's the sad result. When the problems arrive in life and people realize that they, they, they need a sudden dose of wisdom to deal with it, they're frustrated. And wisdom says here in verse 28, they will call upon me, but I will not answer. What this means is wisdom is not an emergency button you push whenever you want it. it wisdom is a, is a companion you walk with in life. People who want help only when the house is on fire, so to speak, really aren't interested in changing their lives until that emergency. In fact, Solomon reveals their true feelings here in verse 29. They hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. Now, when Solomon says here that they hated knowledge, that doesn't mean they didn't want to study for their final exams or, you know, make it into college. It means they hated the knowledge of the truth of God. The Apostle Paul put it well when he described such people as always learning, but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth, 2 Timothy 3, 7. That is, they never connect the dots between what they're learning and how they should be living. They might be educated, but they become educated failures. Now, in contrast to them, chapter 2 begins laying out some of the benefits of receiving wisdom from God. Solomon tells his son, Rehoboam, here in verse 4, to seek wisdom like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures. 
Rocks and, and, and pebbles are on the surface. Diamonds are deep underground. So wisdom is like diamonds. You got to dig for them. You, you have to really want them, those nuggets of wisdom. So how badly, beloved, do you want wisdom? Well, consider some of the benefits of beginning a quest for the treasures of wisdom. Solomon says here in verse 12 that wisdom will protect you from the way of evil and from evil men. It'll also protect you from sexual sin, verse 16 says. And here in verse 20, you'll find that wisdom will guide you on the paths of the righteous. Now, the righteous here aren't the perfect. The righteous are those characterized by right living, being right with God, being right with other people. That's the path that, frankly, makes life worth living. Now, here in chapter 3, Solomon gives us some wonderful promises in verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him that has put him first, and he will make straight your paths. So trust the Lord and his word. Walk walk with him, and, and you can be sure of, of his guidance. Walk with God today, and you're not going to miss tomorrow. Now, in the next few verses of this chapter, Solomon refers to the Lord's discipline and instruction, and they lead us toward both spiritual and physical prosperity. Now, you need to be careful here, though. These proverbs are general principles. They're not automatic guarantees. When you wisely steward your finances, well, you will generally experience financial success. When you work out there at that job with integrity, you're more than likely going to be promoted. In other words, living a wise life generally leads to a healthier, more prosperous life, but but not always. The will of God might bring you to financial hardship or physical suffering, and, and you're going to learn how to trust him more deeply. In fact, Solomon tells us here in verse 13 that there's something better than prosperity, He writes, blessed is the one who finds wisdom, for the gain from her is better than gain from silver, and her profit is better than gold. Listen, beloved, God's blessing isn't just related to your bank account. God's blessing is far richer than gold or silver. Now, chapter 3 ends with a series of do nots. Do not withhold good from others, verse 27, do not plan evil against your neighbor, verse 29, do not envy a violent person or choose any of his ways, verse 31. It's a mark of of wisdom to avoid those kinds of sinful actions in our relationships with others. Now, with that, we're in the fourth chapter of Proverbs, and it's going to continue the theme of of wisdom's benefits. For instance, here in verse 5, Solomon urges his son, and the rest of us, by the way, to get wisdom, get insight, go after these. Why? Verse 6 says, do not forsake wisdom, and she will keep you. Here in verse 8, prize her highly, and she will exalt you. Again, here are the general blessings for digging after godly nuggets of wisdom. Well, chapter 4 here concludes with some further exhortations in verses 24 and 25. We read, put away from you crooked speech. Let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. 
In other words, don't get sidetracked as you pursue a life of godly wisdom. There are going to be a lot of distractions along the way, a lot of side roads, a lot of temptations to take you off uh, the path. But Solomon writes here in verse 27, do not swerve to the right or to the left. Well, I hope you get the message of these opening chapters. Only God's wisdom can lead you to the right decision for the right reason at the right time, as you're guided, frankly, by a right relationship with God and his word. Wisdom makes the difference between making a living and making life worth living. So the real question is this, do you really want wisdom? And if you do, how badly do you want it? Some time ago, I read that a a young man once came to Aristotle and asked how he could find uh, wisdom that he observed in Aristotle's life. Aristotle uh, told the young man to follow him across the courtyard, and he did. They came to a water fountain and a pool of water, and without hesitating, Aristotle just waded into the pool where the water was waist high. The young man stopped at the edge, somewhat confused, and then he remembered, well, Aristotle said to follow him in order to find wisdom, so he gathered up his robe, climbed over the edge, and and plunged in. When they reached the middle of the pool, Aristotle suddenly turned, grabbed the young man by the nap of his neck, and pushed his head underwater. The young man thrashed about with his arms and kicked with his legs, assuming he was going to drown. At the last moment, Aristotle pulled him up and carried him over to the side of the pool. And as the young man was catching his breath, somewhat in shock, Aristotle asked him, When I held your head under the water, what did you want more than anything? The young man said, Air, sir, air. Aristotle then said, When you want wisdom as badly as you wanted air, you will find it. Well, as we begin to learn here in the book of Proverbs, God's God's wisdom is more precious than diamonds. But just like diamonds, you got to be willing to dig. You got to dig for his wisdom. Search and study the scriptures and pray as you seek out this precious jewel of wisdom for your own life. And that's exactly what we're doing together on this wisdom journey through the book of Proverbs. And until we meet again, beloved, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Stephen called this lesson, Digging for the Diamonds of Wisdom. I hope that's exactly what you'll do. You're listening to The Wisdom Journey, where Stephen Davey is teaching through the Bible with a new lesson each weekday. We have a resource that can help you walk wisely every day of the year. It's called Heart to Heart Magazine. It features articles from Stephen, a daily devotional, a Bible reading plan, and more. Sign up to receive the next three issues at wisdomonline.org. Or call us at 866-48-BIBLE. And then join us next time on The Wisdom Journey.